Good morning. This is Jeff and John. We're from the other side of the pulpit. I'm Jeff. He's John. And I don't have a clue. <laughs> Good thing we're not we're not seeking anything, right? John and I like to get together and talk about scripture and current events and <clears throat> and things, and and uh, we love to to go deeper in God's Word, and uh, we love to uh, encourage each other to go deeper and ask questions and. So we decided to have a podcast to help us, uh, well, to, to let others know kind of how our minds work, which is pretty scary. And also to uh, maybe others uh, would listen to this and, and desire to go deeper in God's Word. And, uh, you know, some some people may not agree with our, our thoughts and our process, but uh, we'd love to hear your biblical analysis of it. We don't. We know we've figured out that God left out his John's opinion, my opinion, and guess what? Your opinion too. So we're gonna get started with prayer and then we're gonna get started with uh with our discussion today. Dear Lord, thank you so much for this day and for each person who might listen to this podcast. Father, I just ask you to burden their hearts to get to know you better. Lord, I ask you to just grow John and I in, in our faith and in our love for you. Father, we give you praise and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, John, we uh, we kind of talked about transgender and the spiritual warfare and the physical warfare and the mental warfare that goes on in our in our world every day, all day long. And um, you know, we we're talking about you know you can't be a you know it being a transgender or being someone is is ultimately saying that God is wrong and you're you're ultimately taking God's authority and saying nope it's not right I mean and that makes sense to me I never thought of it that way till you brought it up but you're right you're born a male and or you're born a female and you don't transition from one to the other even no matter how many hormones you take um, I guess surgery and all that other stuff you could say that you're changing your gender, but that's that's well, usurping God's authority. And even if you do that, when you go back into DNA, you still find that the DNA, yes, which cannot be changed. That's this is true. Yes, this is true. So no matter how you look at it, the science that they want us to follow with COVID is also the science that that people are denying. And it's also the science that says that God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was void and without form. And <laughs> well, yeah. it's it's also the science that 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 comes in in a, a spiritual religious sense that comes in and says that man is actually like you said, overall usurping God's authority. Yes, and it's the introduction to what's what. Theologians have said for years, and what people that have been involved in prophecy said, it's it's the coming of the Antichrist in the one world mm-hmm. government. Yes, and it's creeping in so slow. And we, as a church, uh, and when I say a church, I'm not talking, talking about, specifically yeah. of a general, you know, yeah, you're not, a church. Yeah, you're not talking about our church here. You're no. talking about I'm talking about the body, the body of Christ as a, as a whole. Yeah. Uh, well, I think the body of Christ is losing weight. It it absolutely is, Jeff. It's uh, uh, it, it's it's been it's been lulled into a state of of, of comfortable sleep, and we're just 
always yes. thinks it's wonderful and we're going to be like little Smurfs and that's what we're doing just la 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 walking down mm-hmm. right into the into the into the pit into the abyss yes uh, and I see when you look at COVID at the worldwide thing that has happened here and everybody wants you to have you've got to have a mandate you got to have a mask you got to have a card you got to have this and that and the other to even do something as simple as go out to eat mm-hmm. in places. You can't be seen in public unless you got your card. Well, that's 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 one step. That's the step on the ladder that's going to lead everybody into into the, the mark. The previous the, step is you can't work in the United States without work. a card. Absolutely. It's got to be a social security card, a green card, a visa card, I mean, you know, a visa. It's some some kind, you got to have You can't proof. rent a car without a visa card. You can't. Well, I mean, without. Credit card. Well, I'm talking about, no, I say visa. I'm talking about a, a work visa from oh, another oh, yeah, country. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you. You're not supposed to. And people do it, but it's going to come. They're trying to stop all that because they're saying that's, that's tax dollars going down the drain. And so the government will stop that in yeah. the name of. Uh, tax revenue, right? Um, and uh, but the the deal is on this, John. Is we just don't. Uh, um, you're right. The credit cards are another thing because you're getting away from cash. But I have noticed that a lot of people are charging extra for credit cards. They are. Then it's because they can. Yes, because the credit card company charges you extra. It's a credit card. Why? Because so many people default on their credit card bills. They don't pay their bills, which goes back into the biblical thing that that's part of what's going to happen in the last days. We're all going to become completely, you know, irresponsible. Yeah. Well, uh, that and uh, and they they charge you because the bank charges them because they got to have the the money. You know, you could write a check all day long. Mm-hmm. And uh, the bank never charged for those checks, mm-hmm. but they charged you when you bought the checks. They did. And they do. And so now people are not buying those checks. And most people don't know. A lot of people don't know what a check is. Yes, my kids. Madison has written a couple of checks in her life. I don't think Amanda Mason's ever written a check in their life. Well, and uh, um, you go. Well, they're not paying bills. I've actually got them set up to pay certain things with their with their cards with their debit card well one one thing is it it gets that all of this is coming down it's getting us in a, a, a comfortable seat it's so convenient mm-hmm. it's so convenient just walk into china mart down there and scan your card have you ever heard of bitcoins yeah see this is a cashless society yeah and uh there's a as a matter of fact there's an industry coming into uh america's georgia mm-hmm that's dealing in cryptocurrency. That's that's their whole premise for coming in and setting up this big, you know, this office, this this area down there. It's an industry that's coming in. It's cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. And what is that? It's nothing but electronic currency. Yep. Uh, when when you stop, when people stop and look at the political things that's going on right now, what's happening is. And this goes back to what I talked about last week about, you know, my, me and my dad and the incident we had with buying mm-hmm. the gun and stuff like that. And, and it comes back to just like they have, that it's it's been perverted about the separation of church and state. Now what's happened is, and, and you notice it in Canada, what mm-hmm. happened, what Canada's just went through. The government is making the police enforce, and I say the government, the, the people that are in charge up there. Mm-hmm. Or using 
law enforcement as a buffer between them and making the law enforcement guys up there do their biddings and protecting the people in charge from the people that put them in charge instead of it being the other way around. Now it's like the evil people are on one side of the blue line and the evil people are the ones that want to maintain their rights and you know maintain their rights and keep mm-hmm. this this globalized world government from coming in. Mm-hmm. And and you and that's why I'm not a cop. I I saw a day coming where I was going to be forced to come in. Okay, are you going to do your job? What your sworn duty is and uphold the government, no matter how corrupt it is. Or, or are you going to stand and protect the people from the government? That's kind of where we are today, big, big time. It's, it's the, um, whole, the whole system. If, you, if you'll really study it carefully, the whole system has been reversed. Yeah. You, Which you know, is what Satan wants to do. You know, you go back to uh, last year, January, was it January the 6th or whatever, the riot? I mean, when they, the, the, they invaded the White House. I mean, not the White House, but... Uh, Government, it was White House. No, yeah. it, it was January sixth was the the, the so-called infiltration and yeah. insurrection that went on yeah. at the White House. But up until that point, and they're going, they attacked our government. Are not the police the government? Absolutely, they are. And yet they've been attacked by Black Lives Matter, and it doesn't matter for the last several years. And that mm-hmm. was okay until it wasn't them. Exactly. That's that. Don't was get me wrong. Point. I'm against. I'm against what happened January in January oh, sixth last stupid. year. I was. I'm, I'm very against them going inside of that building. I am. They I'm should not dead have against. I'll agree. Standing out there protesting was their right by our country's by bylaws. I guess you could say or governing body says you have the right to protest peacefully. And they had that right. But when they crossed over and got onto the property and mm-hmm. destruction, mm-hmm. they were no better than the people who were burning down buildings and and uh, destroying people's property in mm-hmm. these other cities. Did they not take over uh, 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 the city? Was it somewhere in Seattle? Yeah. Uh, yeah. In Washington. Yeah. Somewhere in Washington. Run the police out of the station. Yes. And they took it over. Is that that the same thing? But they didn't look at it the same way. Well, you look at look at the, the look at the homeless camps in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Why are there so many homeless camps out there? Well, it's also the place that they just set up free drug clinics, mm-hmm. basically. Oh, uh, and and Jeff, what I'm talking about, what what just bothers me is there is a complete reversal mm-hmm. of the governmental system. Mm-hmm. When you go back and you study what happened in the garden, that's exactly what happened. There's a complete reversal of God's order. Yep. And that's exactly what's going on today. Yes. And when when Paul writes um, that there'll be a great falling away from the church. Yeah. I've had all kinds of people explain that out, going, "Now, God, they're not talking about that." That. Uh, you forgot to mail that, John. Got to mail that, John. You need to mail that. Uh, they're not talking. I've had people go. They're not talking about. You know, there'll be fewer and fewer people in church. No. They're, they're, he goes. I've had some go. Well, I mean, they, they've explained it. So I'm trying to think of a, a specific uh, 
because the way some of these preachers explain it, they, they explain it so that it doesn't offend our people yeah. and our society. The, the church has become soft on that, that aspect yes. of it. It's in Timothy, isn't it? Which one? <laughs> yes. Well, and, and, and I'm thinking of the one in Romans here where, where Paul just goes into such a vivid description of the reversal of, of the created order here that God give them over a perverted mind. Uh, where the men against nature burned with lust for other men and the women mm. burned against nature. Mm-hmm. Now, not only is that, does it go into that, it also goes into the, to the, the reversal of power. It, it goes into the complete reversal of God order, which that, that is reversal right there. Yeah. Man, man and woman were separate. Yes. Their role in God's created order has been reversed. Yes. That, and you know, that, that's mentioned in, Gen, in Genesis chapter 3. It is. When he says, yes. you will, uh, in Genesis chapter 3, your desire shall be, be for your, your husband. husband. And, and that does not mean it that she will desire her husband. It means she will desire to have role. her husband's place, yes. her husband's role, her husband's position. Yes. And you know the most controversial thing that you can discuss in, uh, in this Bible. You can discuss anything you want to discuss in this Bible. But when it comes to number one, the husband and the wife, mm-hmm. their relationship mm-hmm. and their role. Number two, homosexuality. Mm-hmm. Those are the two things that you can discuss most anything else in here. Uh, even when it comes to, to stealing, mm-hmm. it's not as controversial. Absolutely. It's not as kind con- of... Well, uh, adultery see, is not as controversial. We, we come back to what we were talking about, about what's, what went on in Canada, what's going on mm-hmm. there. Do you realize that in Canada, if you go up and preach against homosexuality, that is hate speech and they will arrest you. They will come out and take your church from you and put you in jail. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw the same thing when COVID came through. Mm-hmm. What, what was one of the first things they shut down? The churches. The churches. You could go to Walmart. You could get a tattoo. You could go to a bar. Uh, when it came down to it, we shut our doors to the public coming in until we got a grasp on what we needed to do mm-hmm. as a church. And we opened up. And as people go, are you, uh, are you opening up? And I said, when they shut the liquor stores down, we'll shut down. Yeah, I forgot about that one. You could go to the liquor store yes. and get liquor. I, I said, now, don't get me wrong, before Sunday rolled around, they were like, churches can be open, but we were going to open no matter what. Mm-hmm. We didn't care. Mm-hmm. And if they'd have come knocking on our door, I'd have been like, hey, this is not a church, it's a liquor store. Mm-hmm. We're serving the Spirit, baby. Mm-hmm. And, and I'd argued with them. I would have argued with them, well, you can't shut me down as a as a as a church, when you're not shutting down liquor stores and convenience stores and Walmart, I mean, well, you brought that up. Now that let me let me tell you, let me take you back to how slow this thing has come in. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the blue laws? Uh, See, that's when you got old people like me around. Yeah, I was going to say, I've, I've heard the blue laws, but I can't right. remember. I what, what a blue law was is you couldn't open your business on Sunday unless you had something that was necessary yes. for people to live by. 
with. Okay. Mm -hmm. Hospitals, hospitals, fire departments, police yeah, stations. Right. Everything shut down on Sunday. You couldn't get gas for your car. You had to get it Saturday night. Yes, I remember. I well, the, the 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 slow thing that they started lifting is when they started getting quote unquote <clears throat> medicine into your local grocery stores. Well, yeah. somebody might have a headache today. We're gonna have to, you know, mm -hmm. somebody might ha have a, a case of the flu, so we put some cough syrup in here. Mm -hmm. You know, you see how that slow build, and this thing's been coming on for ages. It's a plan from the beginning to overthrow the, the, the godly order that things have been put up in back in Genesis. It all goes back to that. It goes back to that flip that happened when Adam surrendered what God had given him. Yes. And, and it's, it's come in so slow, and especially in our churches, mm -hmm. and, and the churches actually have kind of aided it. They, they've, they've a bit, well, we don't want to... We don't want to ruffle a boat. We don't want to make anybody mad. We don't want to offend anybody. So we're not going to talk about those subjects. Yeah. Well, when you get back and you look at Paul when he starts listing these things, mm -hmm. everything Paul's got a list and everything that Paul brings out that is a work of the flesh that we should not be walking in the flesh, everything that he lists down there... Yeah. Jeff, it's so prevalent in society and in, in, in the religious community today that it's just unreal. I mean, it's it's just a common accepted practice. No, I mean, like a word like emulation. Who, yeah. who knows what emulation is? <laughs> Most people don't. Most people don't. You know, the, and you're right, John. That the there's a fine line that I try not to cross. But I, it's, and it's hard. And this is hard for a pastor now because you know who needs to be in the church? The homosexuals, the drug dealers, the thieves, the rioters, the... The, the racial, the prejudice, the yes, people that are yes. racist. That, that's the group that needs to be in church. Yes. All the people in the list, all the things that have turned it upside down need to be in church. So... Where do you, where do you draw the line in having them in church and loving them as a person, but but not a condoning what they do? Because the Bible Bible says we're not supposed to judge, and, the, and we're not judging and condemning someone. You look at someone, and we've mentioned homosexuality here several times. So let's just mention that you see someone that's homosexual, you see somebody that's committed adultery, and you go up to them and go, hey, I, I, that's against what God says. Their immediate thing is you're judging me. No. No, you've pretty much yeah. judged yourself. Yeah. It, Stephanie, Stephanie was, you know, in, in the book of Timothy, it says that the younger, the older women are supposed to teach the younger women, and the older men are supposed to teach the younger men. And that men. hadn't happened. Well, here's what it, it does, but not on a, not a, not as much as it should, because I do my best to talk to younger people, and mm -hmm. I do my best to teach people, and I I do my best. And, and uh, but Stephanie was telling me she there's a bunch of girls that work with her that are young, and they got young kids, and she says she looked at them, she goes, I will tell you this that when you turn your child around to face forward in the car seat 
from that day until they turned 16, you were teaching them how to drive. Absolutely. And she said, if you roll through a stop sign, they'll roll through a stop sign. You'll be 15, they'll be 15 years old. You go, you can't roll through that stop sign. Mama, you never stopped at that stop sign. Mm -hmm. And so they, she said that on one day. The next day, this girl comes to work. She goes, let me tell you what happened. She said, my little girl, and her little girl's like three years old, four years old, something like that. She said, I came up to a stop sign. I rolled through it, looked both ways. Nothing was coming. It's out in the middle of the, out in the country. She said, I looked, rolled through the, the stop sign, and she said, Mommy, did you not see that sign that says stop? So, first of all, I, I, I give Stephanie credit for teaching the younger women, you know, because she goes, you know, you mm -hmm. told me that yesterday, and today it happened. But that's what we're doing in our lives with our church and with God's Word. You got somebody trying to teach you, hey, do do the right thing, and then you're rolling through a stop sign, and and the people looking up goes, but that's not what God's word says. And then they see God's word not being followed, and people not being struck down by lightning, and they and they go, well, I can go farther. And you teach your kids that it's okay to get away with whatever you can get away with, as long as there's not a cop there or a mm -hmm. parent there mm -hmm. to teach. That's why I never have told my kids don't. If I ever tell my kids, don't tell your mama, it's because it's a surprise for her that's going to make her happy. And, and, you know, and we're trying to surprise her in a good, positive way. But other than that, I have never said, hey, we're going to stop and get ice cream. Don't tell your mama. Mm -hmm. You know, I, we're, going to, we're going to go parachuting. Don't tell your mama. We, you know, I've but never see, said it, that. It, it, even at that, Jeff, when, when, you, when you begin to actually look at the situation, you look at what's going on, you look at the, the, the societal type condition that we're in now it goes much deeper than that mm -hmm. it, it it goes down deep as to where does your kid spend most of his uh, uh pre-adult time at in front of the tv or video games or yes yeah, school. School. um yes who who we as parents we as parents i'm gonna need parents we as a parent you as a parent no me as a parent My, you as a parent yeah <laughs> but we we either send or carry those kids to school, mm -hmm. and we drop them off there and put them in the hands of the people in there that's teaching them. Mm -hmm. What are they being taught while they're in that indoctrination center? And I call it that for this reason, because whatever they're taught in there about how to discipline their brain, mm -hmm. that's the way they're going to use it in life. I've I've said for. 20 years we don't need to get prayer back in school all right you, you go back you go back to when it was taken out mm -hmm. when it's taken you, out you go back to, to when uh evolution was brought in which is usurping god's authority yes it is incidentally the youth wanted to know the how the difference between evolution and god and god creation and why god's creation why what God said is right, and I'm and I'm using science to to prove to them that God using science, you know, because they say science, you know, mm -hmm. using science to prove that what God says is true and what evolutionists say is not true. Mm -hmm. And well, I mean, example: How can you find ocean fossils in the Rocky Mountains? Oh, the, doesn't that prove a flood? Everybody, every scientist believe there's a flood. 
the atheists believed that the, that the, there was um, that the ice melted. All the ice in the world melted. Is that because there were so many cars out in power plants? I, I, I'm assuming there was. I don't know what caused it to um, to melt and then refreeze and then we go global. It, the 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 way the scientists talk about the flood that are atheists contradict the scientists today that says now we're under global warming based on the on the industries and stuff. Well, they've just kind of disproved that, but it's climate change now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And all they do is they change the wording on I mean, it. Just like they changed the wording of the separation of church. Now don't stuff. get me wrong. I you asphalt and concrete, especially asphalt, if you're flying in a small plane Mm-hmm. And you're over the water, mm-hmm. and then you fly over a five-lane divided highway that's full of asphalt and cars, and there's no wind. You will raise up mm-hmm. because of the heat waves, the heat. and then you'll come back down. It's mm-hmm. like going over a, a heat wave speed bump. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me that that there's not something with asphalt and roofs and solar panels and um wind turbines yeah all these things are are everything that we've done has changed more drastically than when they were just living in tents and building fires to cook with and to heat up the well and what Jeff but but what does it all come back to it all comes back to number one we've lost our fear of God we have not just in society but but in in the church church. what we want to do is we want to come to church and have some kind of emotional social experience Mm -hmm. we don't want to come to learn about the Bible we we want to come and get some kind of affirmation that we can make it through the week on or we want to come to see our friends it's not even an affirmation you can live through the week on it it's something that makes you feel good for an hour and then you go home then you go home and then the rest of the week you if somebody mentions you go yeah i go to such and such church and and uh you know and it's all about feel good and 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 personal feel good and make yourself feel good i mean and used to, you'd say, oh, I go to such and such church, and you'd have on the logo or whatever. Yeah. And you did that as a, sim- as, a, as, a, as a way to gain credence or, cre- or, or precedence or, or character in your society. Oh, he's a church man. So? Well, and, and here's the, the, the flip side of that is, do you, like I wear, I, I try to wear a shirt that says Reed's Chapel on it. Mm-hmm. To advertise my church, mm-hmm. not so much that says I'm a Christian, because I hope my life, whether I'm wearing a shirt or not wearing a shirt, says I'm a Christian. I get that. I can understand. I that. tell the guys at work uh, does something about preacher, and I go, I'm not. I do not. I said my goal while I'm working here is that when you see me walk in the room that you know that, that I'm a child of God and I live for God. And, and, and one, one way we do that, though, is by our character, mm-hmm. by how we respond to people. I want you to talk about... We're, I, I'm not judging a homosexual. Correct. Why? 
because I understand that fallen nature that is in every man. We are all, every single human being mm-hmm. on the face of this earth has the capability to at any point in time to be a, a, a mass murderer. Something could just click inside of your head. One day you wake up and say, okay, I've had enough. I'm done with all this mess. And go out and commit some stupidity. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, you can't legislate morality, number one. No. You can't by law. That's that I mean, God made it quite evident. And and Paul in the when he starts goes through the first and second chapters, Romans, when Paul goes through that, Paul makes it quite plain and quite evident that you cannot legislate morality. No. You can't by law force somebody into being moral. Yeah. And, and, and if you change the laws to fit society, you will be constantly changing the laws to fit society. Which is what's being done. If you, if you, if you erase the weaker laws, which is what a lot of the Democrats want to do, is erase the, it's okay to be caught with possession and smoking marijuana. Why, why should you worry about that guy? You want the bigger fish. Well, mm-hmm. the next step, first of all, if you're not getting that guy, then there's going to be more of it. Mm-hmm. And then there's, that's going to increase the sales of this guy. And it's going to increase the number of people that are buying and selling. And so it's not stopping it. It's mm-hmm. actually increasing it. Mm-hmm. So for every person you bust that's actually selling the drug that you're trying to, there's, there's four or five more out there that wasn't out there before. Mm-hmm. Second thing is, if you erase possession and smoking marijuana, then the next worst thing is the guy on the street selling a joint. Mm-hmm. So now you're gonna you're gonna see after a while that's gonna be nothing. So you're gonna erase that mm-hmm. that law. Going well, you know I don't want the guy selling, you know nickel dime uh, stuff. Yeah, I want the guy selling the big stuff. So you erase that. And if you go, that's not gonna happen. Look at our society and look at the social norm. Mm-hmm. Just look at it. At one time, at one time, Joe Biden's career would have ended back in the 80s Absolutely. when he was committing adultery. And now he's the president and look at all he's done. I mean, they just made, I mean, you see Well, how, didn't we have a president one time that actually redefined sex? Yes. I mean, sex in the White House, adultery in the White House, he goes, oh, wait, I never had sex. Oh, that's sex. That, oh, that, that's not. Uh-uh. The leader of the free world. And, and so, look, I'm just saying, at one time, things were, things were, people were like that. Our society would not let somebody, if somebody was living an immoral lifestyle, they would, they would drop them down. They would be taken But you know what yeah. the, the Republicans said? Newt Gingrich said this when, when, they, when they caught Bill Clinton cheating. And don't get me wrong. I, I mean, there's other reasons why they should have impeached Bill Clinton. Not had nothing to do with... Yeah. But, I mean, you know, you talking about hiding documents with Trump. Hillary had her law office destroyed... Thousands and thousands and thousands of documents. But anyway, but Newt Gingrich said if we started impeaching him for, for adultery and kicking people out of an office for adultery, 
there wouldn't be anybody in office. That's right, pretty much, yeah. And he said he didn't say those. That's not his exact words, but that's in essence what he said. And so our moral values have started going down, and and so and and now adultery wasn't as bad, and now homosexual is accepted. Is, is accepted, and which comes back to what Paul talks about in the first second chapter of Romans. Because he mm-hmm. says as a society, that's what's going to happen. But now, I will tell you this. That we take pleasure in those mm-hmm. that do those things. On a societal basis, though, I would rather do business with someone who's a homosexual than an adulterer. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, just because they're homosexual doesn't mean they're a bad person. At least they're out in the open with it. Yes. They're not and trying the, to hide it. An adulterer looked at, looked at their spouse in the face and said, I'm going to forsake all others mm-hmm. until we get done with this wedding. <laughs> well, pretty much. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, well, I, I what, just, it, what it boils down to, what it comes down to this, and nobody's looked at this, nobody's really brought this out outside of the <clears throat> religious church world. Mm-hmm. You're not going to change the people mm-hmm. until the hearts of the people's changed. Yes. There's only one way that the hearts of the people is going to change. And that's when this word is brought out about what it says and about God's order and we begin to turn ourselves back toward God and honor Him in what we do. Mm -hmm. And when we do that, we begin to see these things that are wrong and bad and things like that. And that's that draw that draws us to Him. It's Mm -hmm. that goodness of God that leads us to that repentance that changes our mind that brings us to salvation. Mm Mm-hmm. And we can't come. We we can't enter into that salvation on our own. We've got to do it through Him and through mm-hmm. His way. He's the only one that can effectually cause that to come about in our lives. Right. And until we submit to that, it's never going to happen. It's going to continue to come in, and it's black death that's sweeping across our nation right now. And I don't mean that from a racial sense. I mean this black death, this this plague of. of of wrong and immorality and everything else that's coming in, this one world mm-hmm. system, this government, this globalization, mm-hmm. all of this that's creeping in to strangle the last light. And I consider America to really truly be the last light mm-hmm. on the face of this earth. That's that's the ultimate goal is for that to come in and strangle that. Well, when that happens, God's not going to put up with it. Yep. He's going to come and call his bride out before we, she gets corrupted. We need to... We need to be getting people involved in church instead of getting them out of church. We need to be studying the Word and, and preaching the Gospel even if it makes them mad. And not just falling into every doctrinal mm-hmm. yes. difference and dissemination. Jeff, we're over time, buddy. Yep. Close us in prayer, Johnny. Father, thank you for this day, Lord. I, I, I just ask you open our hearts and our minds. And as a nation, Lord, I pray for this nation. I pray for the leaders of this nation. I pray for your people that you have in these positions, Father, to open their eyes, Lord, to to help them to stand firmly against everything that's going on today, to elevate you, to glorify you, to manifest you, to live with, with definite character, Lord. And I thank you, Father, for opening my eyes to these things too. Father, go with us through our week. Keep our hearts and our minds focused on you in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Good Hello, it's Jeff and John from the other side of the pulpit. I'm Jeff, he's John. 
and we're laughing because uh, I said, are you ready? He said, I guess. I said, you know what we're going to talk about? He said, no. I said, me too. And I hit play, <laughs> or record rather. And uh, so we're, we're just, we like to get together and talk about the Bible and current events and different things and ask different theological questions with also mixed in with uh, current events and and Not just worldly current events, but church current events. And things that aren't and, even in the Bible, like our opinions. Yes. You know, I noticed that God left my opinion out of the Bible. But I did find opinion in the Bible the other day. I, I mean, the actual word opinion. I'm sitting going, okay, there's did opinion. It, did it say it was Jeff's opinion? No, it, it actually, I, I forgot what context it was in because I wasn't looking at that particular point. Yes, I understand. So... Don't laugh at me again, okay? You've already laughed at me three times, twice already. It's going to yes. be the third time, okay? Yes. You got your glasses on. You're so studious. No, they're new glasses. They're different glasses. Yeah, they are. They're not readers. Actually, there's... They're bifocals. Yeah, I'm coming out of the closet. I got on bifocals. Let's open with prayer and get started. <laughs> Dear Lord, thank you so much for this day. Lord, thank you for just allowing me and John to get together and talk about you and your word and your and and your love and lord it just grows our faith lord that we know that we're we're confirmed that we are your child mm-hmm. and uh father we ask you to anyone that would listen to this podcast that, that you would encourage them or motivate them or the, or have them be motivated to study your word and get closer to you father we ask it on your son's holy name amen all right johnny I'm glad you didn't get me started. We were right on the edge of just getting hysterical I'm, with something. You, I, you I know that's why. That. That's why I did what I did. <laughs> your heart. Have uh, you saw the latest uh, political ad in Alabama for the governorship? I have not. Oh, it is. I saw the ad. It is hilarious. What does it say? Bless the heart. My mother and daddy said, if you can't say anything good about anyone, just keep it to yourself. Joe Biden. And it comes down to the end of the commercial and our dear beloved Mima says, poor Joe, bless his heart. <laughs> that is such a southern commercial right there. It is. That is. I mean it was just nailed. I mean her her old style, you know, bless his heart. <laughs> you can think something bad about somebody if you start out with bless his heart. Oh man. Yeah, I, I know I like to fill out when I heard her <laughs> say this. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah, it was a political ad, okay? So, I mean, you got to put that in context. Anyway, uh, there's a lot of stuff went down this last week. I heard that, uh, that Uncle Joe's giving us uh, crack pipes. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. He's giving a lip balm and alcohol wipes. Along with other sanitary things. Uh, let's see. Al- along with other things relating to hygiene in the kit. How do they get a, a smoke, a, a, a crack pipe out of all that then? I was... I'm wondering what's in the kit. Uh, I don't know. Because see, it, it loosely uh, translated in the, in the order of the day in the way that they translate things now, okay? Mm-hmm. A clean crack pipe is hygiene. 
true. I want a gallon of gas. I don't want nothing in people's gut. <laughs> I mean, when 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 you've got a city, a whole city that is in unison with this, that they have provided <clears throat> safe places for the addicts to come and do their drugs. Mm-hmm. And it's funded by taxpayers' money. Well, you do know they have uh, pain management clinics in the state of Georgia. Oh, right? I do. I do. And, I do. I've uh, been to one. You've been to one. Mm. You remember where we went? Oh, that was a pain. That management. was a pain management clinic. Wow, sure was. That was why they were able to do the procedure that they did to me there. Why? Because they administered drugs. Mm-hmm. Anesthesia. It's a drug, right? Mm-hmm. It's got to be controlled. Got to be in a controlled environment. It's in that controlled environment that they did the injections. Didn't realize that, did you? I did not. I didn't either until just then. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the pain management, they have these people that are hooked on pain meds, they'll go to these pain management clinics. And the reason why that, and I got a friend of mine whose um, wife is a recovering addict mm-hmm. or trying to recover from mm-hmm. the addict. Well, she, uh, she was having to go to these pain clinics. Well, I, and I'd, I'd like to talk to her and see if she's still in one of these pain clinics because um, come to find out, she had a broken hip. She needed, she needed a, big, a new hip. Right, right. But she kept going. To these. She goes, I just can't get anything for it. And, they, you know, it lasts for a little bit. And he's like, they um, had given her all kinds. They, they were, these pain clinics were just prescribing her drugs. Mm-hmm. And there, it's a legalized. It is legalizing drugs. I did a funeral for a girl who went to pain management clinics, and she finally OD'd. I mean, mm-hmm. well, she didn't. I take that back. Let me. She, when you think of mm-hmm. OD and you think of somebody taking a bunch of pills and dying, she had just taken so many drugs that she had shriveled up to nothing, and she got. I mean, she was just dying, and she. I mean, she was not on drugs. When she died, she was so because of, because of all the drugs, a lot of her organs were shutting down. Well, see, that's that's now that that's approved. See, because that's that's legalizing. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, that's don't even uh, well stop. Put the brakes on. Here's what I here I got to ask you a question before we really get deep into this. Okay. Show. Do you want to get us kicked off Facebook and all social media? I'm cool with it. Are you really? I don't care. Dude, it's on, okay? They keep me off, they kick me off. That's okay. okay. What I've discovered with, with um, government, especially... It's fitting to be on. Especially... What I've, I noticed with government, and I'm not going to say it's politic, uh, politically party divided... But there is a front runner in the political parties that that lead the chat lead the way more so than the other political party. Right. Um, is I've noticed that as long as they're getting tax dollars on it, it they it's legal. Oh yeah, exactly. It's that's fine. A, that, that's my point, right? It is. It is fine. That's my. Point. And <clears throat> if it's illegal, the biggest problem with the illegal stuff is you're not getting tax dollars. Yeah. It doesn't matter about the health of people. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's about the money. It is. It's about it's it's about the money. Now, yes. what's the god of this world? Well, money. Yes, 
I would say wealth and and possessions, Absolutely. but without wealth and without money, you can't have possessions, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. like they have, and and um, yeah, and that that kind of guides everything and the and the way to get more money. There's a lot of these politicians that went into office with a little bit of money, but they are filthy, stinking rich mm-hmm. now that they've been in office. And there's some of them within the recent pandemic, pan, pandemic, pandemic. Mm-hmm. Have have went from being very wealthy to extremely wealthy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, uh, in, in, in saying all that, okay, mm-hmm. saying all that, I want to keep this scriptural. Absolutely. I, w- I want to put. I, I want this to be kept in perspective of what God's word says, not just our opinions. There you go. This is not opinion. Okay. This is not opinion. Okay. That's right. The uh, Bible is not a, uh, not opinion. It's fact. And, and believe it or not, this train of thought came out of when I was listening to something the other day, mm-hmm. and little did I realize when I was listening to this person speak that they were an avowed feminist. Okay. A, a liberal, non-conservative feminist, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, this liberal, non-conservative feminist that believes in, you know, abortion on demand and all this other stuff, the question was asked this. There's no such thing as transgender. And this comes out of this person's mouth, not out of my mouth. This train okay. of thought can't, comes from somebody else. Okay. Which cancel culture is going to cancel us for this mm-hmm. because it's already been proven. And if you disagree with anything they say or in their train of thought, they're going to kick you off. Yeah. Because it's not politically correct. Yeah. Well, this is coming out of somebody else's mouth. I'm just relating it. If you are, and this was their argument, if you are biologically born something, it doesn't matter how many hormones or what treatments you go through or what your mental attitude is, whatever you're born with, that appendage does not just at some point in time fall off and the other appendage develop. Correct. The use of trans means that you are in transition coming from this thing into this other thing. Mm-hmm. You see the throwing of thought? Yeah, I see it. So how can somebody be transgender? It don't matter if you, if you change your name and wear dresses and pearls and fix your hair and put on makeup. You're still a dude. It don't matter if you cut all your hair off your head, tape your, your other appendages down to where they're flat and don't show. Mm-hmm. Hide your Adam's apple. I mean, whatever you got to do, it don't matter. If you still don't have the appendage of what that person is identifying with, you're still not transitioning, no matter how many hormones you get. Biologically, mm-hmm. it has been predetermined that that's what gender you are. Correct. Now, mental, yes, can change. You can develop a mental train of thought. I mean, you see my hair today, right? Yes, it's different I, than last week. I'm Willard. Mm-hmm. Now, why do I say that? Because this is what I saw with my dad's hair. The whole, the whole. This is this is when, when I think of my dad. This is what I think of right here, except without the grease. Okay. And see, last week it was it was brushed completely different, and you had a mustache. This week you don't have a mustache. Right. Your hair's brushed different, and when I looked at you, your collar was turned up, and right. and you were grinning. I thought you were back in the fifties, which I didn't realize. But that was actually that was actually something Dad used to do. I mean, it, 
Will her fix your collar? Oh yeah. You know, she was constantly on him about that. A preacher with a collar that is that is standing up is a preacher whose wife is sick at home in bed. <laughs> or out of town. How do, how do you know a man lives in a house with a woman? Because when he leaves the bathroom, he puts the lid down. Yep. You can't hide it. It's just habit. It's okay? just habit. Yep. Anyway, having, having went through all of that. Yes. Uh, having looked at what's going on at the, at the Canadian border up there. Mm-hmm. And, and I, this, is, this thought come across in my mind too this morning. They're, they're complaining about the roads being blocked. And about all of this stuff that's stranded on the highway. Mm-hmm. There's no ice on the highway. Right. Why is the traffic not moving? Because the, because the bridge is blocked. Because the highway going across the bridge is blocked. All right, wait a minute. You and I both grew up in the country, right? You know what a beaver dam is, don't you? Mm-hmm. How do you back up water? With, with a dam. With a beaver dam. Yeah. The beavers come in, they build, and you know, eventually the water just keeps backing up slowly and slowly mm-hmm. and slowly, right? Yeah. So what do you do? You, you got some choices here. You could either let the beavers do their thing and let the creek flow naturally, or you break it down. All right, how do you break a dam of a bunch of trucks? Guess what I've done for the last 30 years? Truck driver. I've been driving. That's been my, did I like it? No, I, I, in, in, for the last 10 years, I despised it. But there's one thing that I found out about a truck. They got mirrors on them. And there's something else that's sitting in the cab with that driver, and it's called a gear shift lever. Mm-hmm. That means that that truck can back up. You know how to unclog a log jam? You take the last jam out of the log. You take the last log out of the jam. Mm-hmm. Why couldn't the last truck dude? Why couldn't the cops with the last truck in line back this one guy up, get him off the interstate, get him somewhere, and get him parked? Well, guess what? If you pull that first truck off, guess what? The second one can pull off. And you work that blockade all the way back up to the front. Mm-hmm. You see where I'm going with that? Mm-hmm. Why didn't anybody think of this? Because they were making it a political issue. All right. I'm 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 following you. You, you I, with me? See, here? I, I don't watch. I hadn't watched the news. I knew there was a. I knew the truckers were up there mad because the government's telling them they have to have a vaccine. And I was told that they kind of shut down and they they're not driving. And I was told that anybody bringing them gas would get arrested. And which comes back to this: our fuel, diesel fuel, not gas. The people in power. And you see very similar things going on over here. Mm-hmm. The people in power don't want the people that they're empowered over to exert their individual ship. Mm-hmm. We're the government. Conform. Mm-hmm. If you don't conform, we're going to make you conform. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? Yep. So what that's doing is taking away the individuality of people. Mm-hmm. That's a socialist government. Mm-hmm. Yep. So who's tr- who? <clears throat> who's the man in Canada blaming? He's blaming the truckers. He's not blaming his own authoritarian control. Mm-hmm. Correct. He's blaming the truckers. He's blaming the people that actually support him in office. Mm-hmm. Now, I saw this coming years ago back when I was a cop. Because my daddy brought it out. Mm-hmm. 
This was like in 68 the first time it really, because I, at that time I'm like, no, oh, Dad, this will never happen in America. Okay, here we go. You ready for it? We went to a place in Atlanta, by, and, and they had a, a particular brand of shotgun on sale, right? Mm-hmm. Now, why does a person need a shotgun? We hunt for a little, you know, we hunt. Mm-hmm. You know, contrary to what Peter says, we hunt. Mm-hmm. You know, we lived off the land. You know, fried rabbit was good. Yep. Oh, uh, and it wasn't biblically forbidden. Correct. He told me, and, and as we were buying this gun, he had to produce, you know produce ID. Well, at that time, that's all you had to do. You just prove you you know you're from the state, and not. Yeah. Well, as it progressed on, I could see what he was talking about. He said, "Son, there's going to come a day when you cannot, when you're not going to be able to do what we're doing right now." that you're right to own a firearm or anything to defend yourself or anything to feed your family with. And I'm standing there going, Dad, you, are you serious? Because, Jeff, I don't know how it was when you went to high school, but when we went to high school, you could go in the parking lot and the guys that were fortunate enough to have vehicles out there, most of them had gun racks hanging up in the back of the truck and they had a rifle or a shotgun or something hanging up in that truck. When we came to school... Most people had shotguns, but they were under their seats. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some guys that went and checked their their uh, traps mm-hmm. before um, before school, so you knew they had guns. You know they had guns. And uh, but but if they were displayed, they you get in trouble. But now you can't draw a picture of a gun. Uh, yeah, um, there was a guy that that went hunting before school one morning, and uh, this is in another town, and. Uh, he had a shotgun, it was, which was unloaded, in a case. He, he locked it in his toolbox. Somebody saw him, followed him to school and told on him, and he almost got expelled from school. Mm-hmm. And that's been, that's been probably 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. All right. So. Why, why, I, why did I come around the back door to come in the front here, okay? All right, talk to us. All Pull right. it all together for us, Johnny. For uh, Ephesians chapter six, verse twelve. Mm-hmm. For we re- and this is something that people don't see in church. People are the the, the most guilty, I think. Mm-hmm. All right. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. Now, this is not talking about government, but against principalities, against powers against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness. Now, the King James says in high places, but that's in heavenly places. Mm-hmm. Okay? We are in a spiritual battle. Now, flip back with me to Luke chapter 12. And I'm, I'm showing you both sides of the cross here. The same message, different, you know, different ways on both sides of the cross. All right, Luke chapter 12. I can yep. almost quote that one. Verse 54. Except for that verse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I like Luke chapter 12. This, this, this goes to show you the state of mind that the current day church has got in that what we've forgotten about what Paul so so righteously and so rightly has emphasized. 
that we're we're living in a spiritual world. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. This is Jesus speaking now. Here, right? Mm-hmm. Luke twelve fifty four. And he said to the people, "When you see a cloud rise out of the way, a straight way, you say." There comes a shower, and so it is. Mm-hmm. And when you see the south wind blow, you say, there's going to be heat. Mm-hmm. And there it is. Yep. All right, what does he call them? Hypocrites. You know what a hypocrite is? An actor. Mm-hmm. You actors. Mm-hmm. You can discern the face of the sky and of the earth, but how is it that you don't know what time it is? You can't tell the difference in the times that we're in right now. We are coming up. And and, and I'm afraid as a church because of our laxness, and I'm not talking about where you and I are right now in this building, Mm -hmm. in this particular symbol. We we are coming up on a time right now that we are allowing, because we haven't taken on the full armor of God, we haven't trusted in that spiritual world, in, in that risen Christ, in that, in that time that we're under. And we have sat back, and all we want to do is have just a little lovely la-la party. Mm-hmm. We've been commissioned to take this gospel of the Spirit that's given for us to live in, the Spirit of holiness, the Spirit of righteousness, the Spirit of rightness, and live in that Spirit and let that Spirit work through us. And who is that Spirit? It's the Spirit of Christ. Mm-hmm. It's that same Spirit that's talked about in the transition, transitionary book of Acts back here. That Spirit was given for us to live in. It was not given to us to prosper in the things of the world in. Right. It was given to us to glorify Jesus Christ and what He's done. And, and you know, I, th- I think, you know, when we first started, how, how long ago, what? Months ago when we first started this thing? Two years ago. Two, has it been two years? Oh, my goodness. We're in season three. I, every every January, I start a new season. Oh, my goodness. We're in season three. Season one, we started in the summertime. And then uh, and then we, when January hit, I started season two. So this is... Uh, we're starting our third season, which we've been doing it a year and a half. So wow. almost two years. This summer will be two full years. Wow. That's Man, how I anyway. keep up with it. Go ahead. I'm, I'm still going to be amazed at that later on. Yes. But we've been given charge as Christians, mm-hmm. as people who call ourselves Christians. Yes. We've been given charge and we've been given a gift just as Adam was given the gift mm-hmm. of creation back in, 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 in the garden. Yes. It was given to him, the garden, all of that creation was given him to steward, mm-hmm. to maintain, to mm-hmm. keep up. Well, that same spirit that's been given to us mm-hmm. to steward for the whole earth as Christians, mm-hmm. this message of redemption through the, the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but maintaining that mm-hmm. and helping people to see that all of this transgender, uh, gay, lesbian, and all this other stuff that's wrong with the world, all this government takeover and this socialism and, and giving in to the powers of darkness has been given to us to steward. Mm-hmm. 
When's it going to be taken away from us? Mm-hmm. When we quit stewarding it. Yes. Now, you're giving me. I, I'm, I'm sitting over here, John, and I'm and I'm fighting a, an inward battle because you've given me the topic of my message for next week and uh, the spiritual warfare, and 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 in this, you just brought something to light that that we've been talking about the people the the transgender that people are saying today is I want to be this it is all it has nothing to do with physical it has everything to do with with mental and there's the three there's the physical mental and spiritual and for so many years Everybody's focused on the physical. My and now point. they're focusing on the exactly. mental. And eventually they need to focus on the spiritual. People are not looking. The, exactly. And so they're yes. not looking at the spiritual message that's been laid out. Exactly them. what you're talking about. And I'm sitting here listening to it. I'm going, he's just spelling this out. The physical would be the money, the monetary value, the, the wealth that people are wanting. That, that's what people have been... They're leaving God for the physical. Well, that's, that's okay, but not everybody's getting that. And now... Um, and then look, these are, all, these are all the things right here in Ephesians that we were fighting over. The, the, excuse me. You got the, 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 the mental part now that everybody's going... Well, I can identify as what I want to identify as. Um, no. So, you know, I pulled my car into one of those uh, green spaces where you, it has oh to be electric. And I, I got out and locked the door and stepped. He goes, you can't park here. I said, my car is identifying as an electric car. Just because it's a, but it's a mental thing, not a physical thing, and it's certainly not a spiritual thing. And so when you when you break it all down like that, and the devil's using all that to keep us away from the spiritual. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey Melene. Hey Miss Lynn, you're not gonna speak to us on tape. Hello. <laughs> she used her sweet voice. The sweet voice. We've never heard that before. <laughs> but but Jeff, my problem is I get frustrated with this stuff. People don't understand when when you're in Canada right now, you cannot talk about what we're talking about. They, they will send, the government will come in and censor you. Mm-hmm. Not just the media, but the government owns the media up there. Mm-hmm. If you go back and read, uh, Paul in Acts was arrested in the church. And the, exactly. the disciples were arrested for preaching the gospel. And for many, many centuries, we have not been arrested for that. But we're about to start all over again. It's about to start all over again. Because if you're in Canada and you start preaching against these things that you mm -hmm. and I were just talking about, and you start saying what the Word of God says about that, Mm -hmm. you're going to get cut off. If you're in China and you're a Buddhist and you don't preach communism, they will arrest you. If you're a Christian, they'll arrest you. But so it, it you can do any you can preach anything you want to preach as long as it's communism. Yeah. So you can be any church you want to be as long as you preach the government 
the religion. Gospel, the gospel of the government. Yes. Yes. Um, just a historical fact, one of the reasons, one of the main reasons why the United States was, was settled by um, the people from England, Britain, and United Kingdom, whatever, is because of uh, freedom of religion. The government was telling them what they could and couldn't do. And this in the United States, we've had it so good for so long. And because we focus more on the physical and the mental and less on the spiritual, then we're losing ground on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. worship. All right, I, I'm gonna shift gears because I'm gonna point to the I'm gonna point to arrow back at myself. Okay. All right. This has to do with the subject that you and I have yet to really address or, or begin to talk about, but yet we do differ on this, but yet at the same time, I'm sure, I'm sure once we get into it, we'll find we're in agreement on it, and that's about repentance. I, I, yeah. look, I look at my own corruption and my own humanness, mm-hmm. and I see Jeff in it, sickens me at my own corruption. Mm-hmm. I I, I want to get away from myself so badly because of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I look at all the things, the anger and the frustration and the fear and the doubt and the anxiety and the unbelief. Mm-hmm. Everything that comes along. Mm-hmm. Now, if, if I were to go to a <clears throat> counselor the first thing that they would start working on is my self-image. Im- uh, mm-hmm. You just have a bad self-image. No, I'm a sinner. My flesh is corrupt. Mm-hmm. My humanity is corrupt. Why? Because I'm of the fallen nature of Adam. Mm-hmm. I need the Holy Spirit in me to regenerate that Absolutely. in me which belongs to Him. Mm-hmm. Once that process starts, He's guaranteed us. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, in the church today, it has such a. I'm 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 sick of my sinfulness. Isn't this the reason why you, Paul writes, I die daily? I die daily. Isn't doesn't that because that's what I look at in the repentance thing is every day I have to every day, like when I wake up when I woke up this morning, the good and the bad that I did yesterday, is over with, and I can. I, and I and I don't look back on the the bad thing I did and the, or, or the good thing I did. I look forward to what I'm supposed to do for God today. And you know, too often we kind of hang on to the good and the bad, and that gives us unreasonable expectations. But I'm like you. I can't repent without the Holy Spirit. I cannot. It, you I have cannot. to receive. You have to have faith in God, and. And that faith, and and it's almost like a fine line, but in my opinion, without receiving Jesus, you can't repent. Right. Exactly. You you the the repentance that Peter talked about was from the law to the to spiritual. From a from a from a doctrine of works and to, you making yeah. yourself righteous and conforming to a certain set of standards. Mm-hmm. To realizing that you can't yourself out of your own self conform. But if you to look at the order standard. in which they said it, he says, "It says, repent, be baptized for the for the Jewish people." Yes, but for us, 
It says believe. Believe. Confess. Confess. And then repent. And what? Wait a minute. <laughs> but what brings on that repentance? Is the faith that you Is the fact that we know of what God has done for mm-hmm. us through His Son. Yes. He's borne our wrath. And and you're right. If we look at our corruption, we and is if we focus on the corruption, then yes, we're we're never going to make it exactly. Anymore. But what we do is every day we die daily. So every morning we get up. We can we have an opportunity to serve God and do do good. And at night we go to bed, we die. We wake up the next morning to do it all over again. And our desires and our who we are as a person is not the corrupt. And that's why I don't like reminiscing no. about the corrupt. Well, you know what I'm saying because if, 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 if you I bring, don't remember it, you're gonna step back in it again. And I was thinking about that yesterday. It's remembering it and 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 glorifying it's two different things. Absolutely. And Absolutely. Uh, you know, I was talking to some guys not long ago, and I and I told them about an incident where I in my life that that was a was not good. And they looked at me and I said, I don't say that to brag. I tell you that I've been where you are, and I've been worse than you are, and I've been better than you are. I'm just like you because mm-hmm. you've been worse than me. You've been better than me. And you've been, and I said, it's not where you are. It's where you're going to be. And does that make sense? Absolutely. You don't glorify, Absolutely. but you don't also, you don't, you, you can't, it's a memory. It's not, it's not who oh, you are. We got to go. All right. Oh, go ahead and close this in prayer, John. We'll get to Colorado next week. <laughs> Good. Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for the opportunity to come and, and just share. Just open mm-hmm. up, Father, and, and 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 let people know that there's human beings. Mm-hmm. No matter where the pulpit is, there's a human being on the other side of the pulpit. Mm-hmm. Help us to understand, Lord, that unless we live in your spirit and go by your spirit mm-hmm. and yield to that spirit that's, that's making us righteous mm-hmm. because of you and what you've done. And we try to do it ourselves and can't because we're not yielded to the Spirit. We're still trying to do it out of our flesh, and our flesh is corrupt. Father, keep our hearts and minds focused on you this week in Christ's name. Amen. Amen.